everyone, good morning. It's uh, the 25th of October, Tuesday. I'm on my way into uni and um, I was driving along the road thinking, oh, I'm really not feeling great in terms of uh, overwhelm. Um, and then I thought, this is actually the perfect time to be sharing with you because this is what I'm supposed to be doing, being really transparent about my emotions and how I feel. And uh, it's not just about the MA, it's about, you know, a person's reactions to stress, change, things like that. And yeah, stress is a funny word because I try not to use it too much. I think it's used too often these days. But, and, and also anxiety, you know, I think that's a word that is um, banded around a lot. But um, obviously some people do have true anxiety and I see clients with that. But, but yeah, my chest is feeling... I'm aware of my chest, shall we say. I'm feeling um, stressed, I suppose, and a bit anxious, which is unusual for me. Um, and it's kind of come out of the blue a little bit. I mean, it's not surprising because there's so much going on at uni, but um, I had a really lovely day yesterday. Um, I drove into uni and it was a lovely sunrise and we have we had tutorials for the first time and that was amazing actually it was just so lovely sitting in the group um 10 of us in total eight of ceramic students and two photography students with Claire Loder um our ceramics tutor and Kelly the photography tutor and they're both amazing in terms of their um advice and feedback and then I left there to go and visit my best friend, Ruth, who I went to uni with to do my BA in ceramics and gave her her 50th birthday present, had a lovely little catch up and she wanted to know all about my course. Got home, had dinner with husband and told him about my course. And the interesting thing is, I think by talking about all the stuff that came up in the tutorials, it kind of re-imprinted almost um, the... Um, sorry, I'm just pausing because of traffic. Um, it just re-imprinted how busy I potentially could be on this MA and actually started to get me into a bit of a whirlwind with everything. Um, and then I suddenly started to think, how the hell, excuse my language, am I going to do everything? Um, because what came out of the tutorials was um, research for me, an experiment, which I've touched on before, maybe, I can't remember my other podcast, but basically that, you know, there's no point in me carrying on with my all my ideas I've had and my final potential show if I can't prove that healing can be felt in clay or ceramics or pottery as a conduit for healing and so my plan was to make two cylinders thrown on the wheel one thrown normally with a blank mind and the other one that I would infuse with quantum touch energy universal life force energy and then get people at the campus and other people clients and probably people in the world at large um, to feel both cylinders and say which they um, like the feeling of more so this started up a conversation in the group, which was really good. Um, Kelly was very interested in my word prove. Why do I need to prove? Which I really need to dig deeper about. 
but it also became apparent that this could be you know the whole of the MA in itself if I wanted it to be kind of researching this whole idea of how would I go about that experiment and then the consequences of getting other people to touch the cylinders transferring their own energy and then Luke from photography was really helpful in saying but you know have you thought about that actually you presenting the cylinders it could be your energy that people are picking up the connection between you and the pops you've made um, and how about if you make one ugly pot and one beautiful pot would that make a difference and does it make a difference if it's a child responding or an adult i.e age and does it make a difference if it's a woman or a man you know yin yang energy masculine feminine and it just suddenly blew out into this huge thing which already is out of my preference because I'm not a scientist, although I like science, you know, I'm not great with stats, um, detail, data, it's all really not my preference. So yeah, I'm feeling a bit, oh, and feeling quite emotional actually. I feel, you know, last night with my husband kind of, he, he was obviously giving his perspective, which in some ways is helpful, but I'm beginning to realise that actually if I share too much with people, it just blows out into even something bigger and then it stresses me even more because then I think oh my god I should do that and I should do this and they don't think I should do that and oh so I'm feeling yeah and, and you know I'm, I must admit I'm like yesterday you know the MA is more than I could ever imagine um, and more on top of that it's 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 surpassed all my expectations in terms of expanding my mind and stretching me which is what I wanted and I knew it'd be hard at times but it is making me think, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? Because I also, as a healing practitioner, know that the stress I'm feeling right now is really not good for me. Um, I've got cortisone and adrenaline going through my body, which is a stress response, which if that happens for more than two or three hours, is really unhealthy. Um, I somehow need to transform that energy. And actually, before I started recording this podcast, I had on, I thought, what can I do this morning? There's a beautiful sunrise again. And I'm trying to really take it in and calm down. I've got my hand on the center of my chest, giving myself Reiki as I drive, um, trying to use my breathing to calm myself down. So then I thought, what else can I do? Well, I'll put on the music that I use for my clients, my Reiki music. So because I'm recording this, I can't have that playing at the same time. But if I can put it in the background of the podcast, I might do so you can experience some of that. So yeah, I'm really struggling. And um yeah, if I let myself get teary right now, I could, but that's probably not a great idea as I'm driving. Um, <laughs> restricting my emotions, also not a good idea. Um, but talking to you is at least one good thing, expressing it. Um, so I, I need, you know, there's so much I need to do. So that's the MA. And then the reason I got overwhelmed last night is I've got art and clay and farming, which is a really important ceramic show, which I've managed to get into. It's the second ceramic only show, which is well regarded, that I've been accepted into. I did ceramics, um, celebrating ceramics two years ago, and that was amazing. Um, my One of my things in my business plan for my ceramics is that I start to focus purely on ceramic shows with the intention of and the goal of getting my name known in the ceramic world which is really you know dear to my heart but I'm just reflecting again that's that's about proving myself again isn't it and, and this word prove and why do we
you know what? Why aren't we all enough? Like, and I know this, I know this, because I speak to clients about it. You know why? When we're born as babies and children, we've got all this beauty in us, and this joy, and this curiosity, and this freedom, and this playfulness. And then when we come out, we feel we need to fit in and prove ourselves. You know, it's not even just to society and culture and the world. It's to our partners, our husbands, you know, am I being enough of a wife at the moment? Because I'm so busy. And, you know, my husband's really, really super supportive and cooking the meals and everything. And I'm so fortunate and grateful in that because other people might not have that. You know, but I'm just, you know, in every angle, I'm trying to prove myself. just to be me. So, you know, you, you end up thinking, well, what's it all about? Why am I doing it? Why am I doing the MA? I, I guess I chose to do it to stretch myself and see what I'm capable of, which is important for my self-esteem, my self-worth. But again, why, why do we need self-worth? If we're already enough and we all strive for it we all strive to be accepted to be liked to be loved to be valued to be enough and you know prove this and um, I just, I need to, to bring this with you as a way of expressing this emotion. And it's probably a good thing I am crying. I'm trying to concentrate on driving as well. And don't worry if I, if I get too bad, I'll pull over. Luckily, I've got an electric car, so it's um, a lot easier to drive. I'm driving slowly anyway. Um, But it's, uh, it's something I need to, I think, delve into and, you know, who knows, maybe this word proof is at the core of this practice, this MA. But one good thing about crying and sharing emotion and being vulnerable is that it's a way of transforming the anxiety into a different form of energy. a release so thank you for being patient with me um so I, I i don't know what to do about art and clay i'm at a real crossroads because it's really dear to my heart and i'll use that expression my heart because i last night i was thinking well if i imagine myself cancelling and sending the email and i've basically got to decide by wednesday tomorrow because that's when the balance is due the 400 pounds i need to pay for the stamp um, my heart sinks, and you know, my I know I want to listen to my heart, not my head, really. 
I think the heart's much more intelligent. But equally, I don't want to run myself into the ground by trying to do art in clay and the MA. And art in clay is in three and a half weeks' time, and I've got about, oh, loads, like ten pieces to glaze, and some of them haven't even been misfired yet. Um, and I just don't know whether it's possible for me to even do it. And the only way it would be possible is if I work Saturdays and Sundays, the weekends as well, and then I'm not getting any downtime. And is it fair to my husband? And, you know, he would be supportive, but is it fair? Is it fair on me, my health? But then I really want to do it, and I'm worried that if I cancel other years, if I apply to Art and Clay, I won't be accepted again, and I've closed that door behind me. And... Uh, and I've worked so hard on the vases that I do have sat in my studio, it would be really sad not to show them, but then I thought, well, but then I could keep them for next year or the year after, and I've got more time to do these shows, and I'd already cut back, there were shows, other shows I was supposed to do this year, but I cancelled them all and just left Art and Clay, the one show to do, as well as EMA, but even that's just feeling a real stretch. So last night I looked at my diary, I just, you know when you get into that space and you're just like, you, you get brain fog because you, you just don't know which way to turn and every single thing you do you get into a loop and I was sat in front of my computer staring at my calendar, not doing anything with the time ticking, knowing that it was getting late and I needed to get to bed because I wake up early in the mornings to drive to uni like now. And, and, then, and I didn't achieve anything very much, but I did suddenly feel calm, and I must admit, I did call on the angels, and I said, please, can I have some help with this? Please help me make the right decision. And I did suddenly feel calm enough, because I was going to go into the pottery at 11.30 last night, sit in front of my vases, and work out all the firings and see whether it's even feasible, which I still need to do. For my own curiosity, I need to work out whether it's even feasible, so I'm going to do that tonight when I get home. But the other thing I suddenly realised was yesterday in the lecture, I think I got confused about workshops and I've double booked myself in my diary on Mondays, which is part of the reason I'm feeling so squeezed, because I thought I'd have every other Monday where I could be at home finishing glazing for this show. And yesterday I thought that workshops weren't going to be booked in, so I've emailed Charlie to ask whether that's the case or not, and I have a feeling that I have double booked, in which case that does free up time. I've also blocked out, taken out the bookings for my clients for the next couple of weeks so that I've purely focused on ceramics. And again, I feel like I'm disappointing myself, I'm letting myself down because I wanted to keep my clients ticking along, and it's important for my own healing and for the healing work and incorporating that into the MA, but I can only do so much, and it would only be for a couple of weeks, and then I could pick it back up after the show. So the bottom line is, I need to work it through today. I need to find out from Charlie whether the workshops are going ahead on the Mondays, in between the tutorials or not, because that would free up two whole days to me for glazing. I've blocked, I've taken out basically the equivalent of two days for healing, so I, it might be possible. I need to sit in front of my pots and see what my pots think. <laughs> Do they want to go to this show or not? Can I, because I want to enjoy glazing them. I don't want to rush. And uh, how am I going to do the MA work in between? But as I'm speaking to you, you know, I'm stressing and I'm thinking, well, how am I going to 
be throwing extra cylinders and stuff, but I'm thinking maybe I can retrieve the cylinders I've already done because I've given one quantum touch and that felt really good. The other one is very slightly taller and I think I might have remembered a technique from my BA where I can kind of uh, turn it upside down with water on a table and kind of uh, move it in circles so the, 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 the edge, that the height decreases neatly. So I could try that. Um, in which case, I've still got the cylinders and I really just need to speak to people and interview people. And that does flow a lot more easy for me and start the experiment. But write in my sketchbook. I think I need to write as well as this podcast. I need to write about these uh, constraints, these constraints we hold on ourselves in life, about improving ourselves all the time. Why do we feel we have to prove ourselves in life? And, and also this, you know, and the, and the a slightly frustrating thing, you know, no offence MA and tutors, but we're learning about isms, you know, and how everything is an illusion in life because it's all built on other people's perspectives. And Luke was talking yesterday, he's really interested in the class system and, you know, why is it that only the middle and upper class tend to apply to do MAs and degrees, so the, the working class are completely left out and they don't have the self-esteem to even think of bettering themselves, maybe. And, you know, so, so the irony is the very documents that we're researching in the library, the books, the authors that have written those books and the lecturers that we're listening to who have got, you know, their doctors in research, they're only from that minority group, those that middle class or upper class who have been influenced by life, their parents, society, culture in a certain way. So even that isn't valid. It's, it's it's not true. It's not true to the breadth and the diversity of life. And and so we're basing our contextualization of our MA on an inaccurate picture. And why so why are we why are we doing that? I, I understand there needs to be some kind of measure for them to mark us, to see that we're considering other concepts and contexts and attitudes and behaviors and beliefs and paradigms and perspectives and perceptions i kind of get that bit but even so it's it's not really truly valid it's not the whole picture it's missing out a chunk of huge chunk and cross-section of people who don't have the money or the confidence or the ability in their lives because of their circumstances to do degrees, to write the books, to become lecturers, to add to this resource of information that we're comparing ourselves to or we're using to get context on the project we're doing ourselves. And it's just ironic. Um, again, why can't we make, create out of our own heads, knowing that that is just our own perspective it's not a truth but why isn't that enough why do we have to prove that it's not enough or that it is enough why can't it just be what it is a beautiful thing or an ugly thing or just a thing that's been produced out of our own personal experience why can't that be enough why does it have to be contextualized, compared, measured? Why can't it just be enough? Why can't we 
as humans just be enough. You know, I'm, I'm doing, um, get me going again. I'm doing a course in miracles at the moment. And yes, it's, it's, a, it's a course based on Christianity because I guess they use words like God and Jesus. But, you know, I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm doing it for the wider context of love and light and source energy. And, and actually the way that Robert and Holly Holden present it is very much that wide birth on it, that... You know, whether you believe in God or Buddha or Allah or whoever it might be, this is about identifying that there's a greater energy, a source energy, a love, a light that guides us, protects us, loves us. And and that's what I believe in. And that's why I ask for help at times like this, because I've had help before. So I know, I know it's true. You know, but we don't trust it enough. We don't ask for help enough. We try and do it all ourselves because we're separated from source. And, uh, you know, this course is teaching us that just be you. Just trust in your light. You know, you're just a light ray from that source. You're just one light ray. And everyone is a light ray. Everyone is their own unique light ray. And every single one is valid because every single one is part of that original source. So just, just be that. Trust that what you are and what you came into this human life, in this physical vehicle, this thing we call a body, that your light source inside, your soul, your spark is enough. You don't have to prove yourself, but in this human life we do. We strive, we strive, we try all the time. So I don't know where this is going to lead. But that's my splurge for this morning, in all senses of the word. I don't know what I'm going to do about art and play, and I don't know where this is going to lead me but thank you for listening and um, on this very um, turbulent up and down adventure and I shall check in again hopefully you know um, not in tears but maybe I will be 